DeFi is so hot right now. In fact, more than $1 billion in Bitcoin has been tokenized for DeFi. eToro's good dollar launches in hopes to bring universal basic income to people. And Gene Simmons of KISS wants to rock and roll your blockchain all night and Bitcoin every day. There's plenty of interesting news to cover this week, as well as an exciting interview with Pascal Loria of Coin Analyst. If you can hear the sound of my voice, you're in the right place. But remember, objects and mirror are closer than they appear. So don't be surprised if Travis and I are actually standing behind you right now. <laughs> Made you look. This is our bad news, episode number 445 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three. Once you go bad, you never go back because being bad is so damn good. All right, put that on the playlist. The, the bad song by Joel. It's <laughs> a little ditty I made up here for you guys at the Bad Crypto Podcast. I am Travis Wright. And I am Joel Wrong. <laughs> it's true. Once you go bad, you never go back. You know, once uh, you come in contact with the bad crypto virus, you are forever infectified. There might be a cure someday, but Fauci's still working on it. Trying to get that, trying to get that all squared away, Miss Travis Wright. You know what I did yesterday? Um, I know most of what you did, or some of what you did. We had conversations, we had some phone calls, we had some Zoom chats, and some innovation. Mm -hmm. But one of the things you don't know that I did is I sent fifty dollars in Bitcoin to about a half a dozen people that emailed us and said, "Hey, followed your instructions, signed up for an eToro account. It just so happens we are citizens of these United States of America." Send us $50 in Bitcoin like you promised. Mm. And I did. That's so nice of you. Yeah. Well, we promised. I mean, People we... like $50. And, and guess what? If you haven't gotten your $50 yet, it's still there. We got it. We're waiting for you to do what you need to do. I, I'm out of money. I don't have any more. That's not true. You got? Uh, okay. I'll find it. I will find your Bitcoin. This is, even if I got to go to Travis's house, knock on the door. Can you loan me 50 bucks in Bitcoin? And I'll be like, you know, I lost all my Bitcoin long ago. <laughs> Go to badco.in forward slash eToro. Let us hook you up with $50 in free Bitcoin. It's easy to do. There's no reason you shouldn't unless you don't live in the United States of America, uh, in which case you could still set up an eToro account, but we're not giving you $50 in Bitcoin to do that. Mm. Do we want to talk about the good dollar story right here? Because it's eToro related and, it's, and maybe it will warm people's hearts to get their $50. Well, it's, it's, we could, I mean, it's newsy. It is newsy. Let's talk about that. We're going to move that story right now. We're going to talk about good dollar. This is uh, something we talked about Yoni Asia. You know what? I'll, let's play the news music here just because I'm so used to the news music. Go. I just, I feel more like we're into the news now that we've heard the news music. Oh, that's cool. I got you. Just call it music. You could. You could totally do that. So check this out. eToro launches their good dollar. As you mentioned, Yoni, I say he was, on, he was on the show long ago. We talked about it. We chatted about bad coin and the need for a universal basic income potentially. And good dollar has begun delivering universal basic income, folks. 
Yeah, if you go to gooddollar.org, I've been through the sign-up already. I have not been through the KYC. I tried it, and it takes your picture, and then it zooms in, it takes your picture again, and I, I've tried it three times, and I couldn't exactly get it to work well. I think I'm going to try it on my phone. It might be easier, but basically, it's a digital coin and wallet. allows you to receive free basic income with real monetary value straight to your phone. So I went through the sign up and after it does the verification, I checked in the next day and it's like, oh, there's $1 that I can claim right now. It's it's sitting here and as soon as I get uh, my KYC done, I will have one G dollar. Um, today, 36,200 good dollars have been claimed by 9,000 good people. How do they know if they're good people or not? I'm not sure or not, but uh, if you guys want to, uh, we've created our own called Bad Euro. <laughs> well, we do bad... have bad coin. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's not. Yeah, we actually already created bad coin. That's why the good dollar is such a nice little uh, balance to the universe. I figure let's take the bad coin and the good dollar, put them in a room and let them fight it out. That's what I think. <laughs> the dollar will come out and be like, yeah, kick so, all your badasses. This is a, it's a really interesting idea, and it's not an IEO of any kind. Basically, the the idea here is that nonprofits are funding this, right? Because the money has to come from somewhere. You can't just print money out of thin air unless you're the U.S. government. Well, any central bank can do that, actually. <laughs> that that that's true. So, where is this money coming from? It's coming from the blockchain, I believe. It seems like it. We had that conversation with with Yoni, and it's like I think it's like certain actions create certain triggers that create certain dollars or something. I'm not. I don't fully understand the whole thing yet, but we know that it basically is that basic universal income that people who are looking for. And so, you know, this might be something that you want to share with some friends and, and and be aware of because there's some opportunities here to collect residual income on 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 the regular it says here on the site that good dollar wraps around yield generating DeFi protocols these funds are used to mint a reserve backed crypto asset which is g dollar which is used for yield payouts and distributed daily as basic income to users so go check it out for yourself it's a, a friendly site there's a lot of information you could read the white paper you're not you know you're not having to contribute anything you're just claiming money for nothing and and maybe their next site will give you chicks for free <laughs> that ain't working that's that the way working. you do it so you talk on the bag crypto let's go ahead and refresh coin gecko here and timestamp it for 12 55 p.m mountain time on the 17th of september can i say something real quick about that song you can because i think it's a it's an interesting song because that song has like a bad word in it but it's not actually them singing the bad word. It's actually them telling a story. This is a story of a dude who is at this store. And um, uh, Mark Knopfler was in the store. And, the, and it's basically this guy just bitching about everything. He's like, he, there's MTV on the TV. And this guy walks in and goes, oh, that ain't working. That's the way you do it. You play your guitar on the MTV. He's like, 
hey, wait, we got to move these refrigerators. We got to move these colored teeth. So basically, they're just he's just grumping in an appliance store, and he just took all the words the guy said and then converted it into that great song, which is funny. I want my bad crypto. 1985 is when the album Brothers in Arms came out. It was a great album. Uh, the, the whole first side is full of hits. It starts with uh, So Far Away, which was a huge hit. Then Money for Nothing, which for commercial radio is super long. It's eight and a half minutes. Yeah, and then A Walk of Life was also yeah. on that. I love that, that song. song. Yeah. And The Souls of Swing, is that on that same album? No, that was the album before. That was their oh, debut yeah. album. This was, uh, I think that this was, the, they did that one, and then they did the one with uh, Skate Away and Romeo and Juliet. Like It's probably my favorite album of all. And then they came out with this one, which was their most commercial and their biggest success. And I remember in 1985, I was in college at the University of Illinois watching MTV and seeing this debut and thinking, oh, that's, that's a good song. That was a wild, that was a wild, wild uh, music video for 1985. And- yeah, and now it's on the Bad Crypto song list on Spotify. So here yeah. we go. The Let it work. cap on CoinGecko is working, and it's $356 billion right now. Bitcoin keeps flirting with 11000 It's $10,912. Ethereum, $387. Tether, $1.01. One it's it's like Tether plus a penny. Uh, XRP, $0.25. Cents. Polkadot. I guess we got to get used to seeing this here, Travis. $5.39. Bitcoin Cash, 233. Chainlink, 1078. Binance Coin, 2650. Crypto.com Coin, the CRO token, 16.5 cents. And one of uh, our old favorites is back in the number 10 slot, Litecoin, $48.73. Yeah. And we're talking about the big winners of the week. Like, You're the big winner of the week. Thank you. So let's Yo, move, on next, move on to the next segment. Also, no. Neo, Neo's oh, big. no, Neo's huge. I was like, it's a, it's like a blast from the past, from Ant Shares days, and then the Neo when Neo got up to like a lot of money, and now and then it went down. It was hanging out down low for a while. Now it's back up to twenty, almost twenty four dollars. Is up thirty nine percent this week. Celsius up thirty seven percent, all the way up to fifty nine cents. Kusama. 36%, Quant up 30%, Nexus Mutual up 27 These are all top 100 coins, folks. Uh, also, Wrapped, Nexium uh, is up uh, 25%, Ontology up 25 23%, and here we go, DeFi.money up 23%, Loopring up 22%, Yearn.Finance up 18%, Vitam 15%, CDI up 15%, but look at, look at what happened to that one. It just went... Zzz. Boosh, but not a whole lot of volume on that. And one. you guys, I, I, I want to know what everybody when Travis just did that zip whoosh in your mind, what did that chart look like? Because that's what it looked like. It was that whoosh. Uh, you know, that's with technical look- analysis for you folks, <laughs> right? Travis's charting expertise. <laughs> zip whoosh. Uh, and then the- you can see here on the chart here, this one went zoosh. How about that? 
It's kind of like jazz. The big losers for the week are coins that I'm not even familiar with. Sushi, Arweave, Reserve Rights, Band Protocol, Ren, Elrond. Again, eventually, we're actually talking internally here about bringing back a uh, a third show each week, which would be a shorter show for talking tokens. Oh, my God. We should be talking them tokens sometime again. We could dig into these a little bit more, but we haven't decided yet. We're extremely busy. We're very busy people over here in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Having a, a republic to rule with a benevolent dictator hand is quite time consuming. All of our citizens are wanting NFTs, and it's quite time consuming. The charts are saying that 11K is going to be some problem for the bulls here. Uh, because there is some serious resistance, and we're we're kind of seeing that it's gone over eleven, and then pulls back under, then it goes back over eleven, and then pulls back under, and it looks like the ten thousand areas definitely got support. You know, right now ten thousand nine hundred seventeen. It seems like uh, will we ever see under ten thousand again? Because every time it passes, people are like, "Well, that was your last chance to buy under ten thousand. Then it goes under ten thousand. At some point, there is going to be, they're going to be right, that that was your last chance. You're never going to see it under that again. At least that's- No, no, no. Bitcoin's dead. I've told you this. Again, stay bad. Seven times we're trying to tell you Bitcoin's dead. Bitcoin was dead at a dollar. Come on, guys. Why are we still talking? Stay bad. See ya. Have a good week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. So maybe it'll go up. Uh, Now, now there's another article here by William Suberg on Cointelegraph who says, don't expect another Bitcoin price catastrophic dump. So the macro landscape is making the current price look like a good buy-in. And uh, Willie Wu said that the, the, the support stacks at 9,600. So it did dip below 10 grand, but we are sitting right now at about 10,900. So we could be over 11,000 by the time that you read it. But Willie Wu Hu uh, has said that there's very little chance of another one of those catastrophic Bitcoin price dumps happening. Didn't you have a catastrophic dump earlier today? <laughs> it was not catastrophic, but it felt amazing. It would have been catastrophic if I dumped it in the wrong place. <laughs> and, if, and if Bitcoin comes shooting out, you'll have found your lost like, Oh my God, there's my 55 Bitcoin. That's weird. Uh, you know, we were talking, we're talking about, about my shit coins, Joel. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Uh, we were talking about DeFi, you know, uh, taking a run again this week. And there's been analysis of uh, Bitcoin being tokenized on the Ethereum blockchain. And now more than a billion dollars in Bitcoin has been tokenized for DeFi protocols on the Ethereum network. Um, this, according to an article here on our friends at Cointelegraph.com, the most widely read publication in the world. Yeah, Mr. Joel Kahn, that's about 100,000 unique Bitcoin are now tokenized on Ethereum. And there's this other article right beside this that was talking about how this is a 20x increase uh, of the entire Lightning Network this past week because of these DeFi. So just in the past week, DeFi users injected over 20,000 Bitcoin into DeFi. Uh, and but now a total of like a hundred thousand of them are there, so it's just a nice little papow. So they say the the DeFi bull run is not over. It maybe is only just begun. Oh, very nice a little Carpenter's reference there. How nice was that? That was that was that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and you know if you look at these DeFi charts, it's like whoa. If you would have gotten in in the spring, you would be sitting on so much filthy lucre right now. 
I mean, there's some people that invested in DeFi early that if they've sold, um, you know, on paper, they're incredibly wealthy if they sold and, you know, put it somewhere else. Also incredibly wealthy because, wow, no, I, I haven't seen anything move uh, in the space as much as DeFi in the three plus years we've been doing this. Well, except January 2018, there was some serious pops then, but not like as a this is a subset within the crypto space. And if you guys actually listened to a podcast who knew what they were talking about, they would have told you to invest in some of those DeFi projects. But we're not advisors to finance and all that. You know, we're not DeFi advisors. Oh, we're bad. That's that's part of the deal. But we're, we, have, we're, we have amazing 2020 vision backwards. Oh, my gosh. My hindsight to tell you what has happened <laughs> is the best. I'm so good at telling you uh, what's oh happening. We're so good at telling you what you should have done. Uh, I want you to know I went to add we've only just begun to the song list. It's already on it. So apparently we have. Uh, Maybe it's our. Oh, wait. So it's, it's still going then. It's like it's, it's yeah. not just begun. No, it's still it's already it, on its way. It's still going. Uh, this article here from CoinDesk, MicroStrategy. These are the guys that um, that bought a bunch of Bitcoin, um, what, like 200 million or so a couple months ago. Now they have upped their Bitcoin holdings to $425 million, 16,796 Bitcoin. That That's a lot of Bitcoin. They've got 38,250 Bitcoins now. Yeah, this is huge news because MicroStrategy is one of those very big consulting companies, those large technology consulting companies like, uh, you know, like the, the various different ones, Deloitte and some of the other ones. And uh, so this one's big. And this is the only one that we know of at this point now that is uh, buying Bitcoin, at least mentioning it publicly. So I find that I find that to be really big news. Thirty eight thousand Bitcoin. That's that is a lot. That's. They that's you know, you're, you're coming up on half a billion dollars that a, you know, major consulting company is holding. I think that's fascinating news for me. Do you know that secrets are kept in the Bitcoin world, Travis? I, I can't talk about that. Well, apparently there's a researcher who knew about a major bug in the Bitcoin code and he kept it secret for two years because he was afraid that there would be attacks if he revealed it because they would be able to crash Bitcoin nodes and other blockchains. This was discovered back in 2018 in the Bitcoin core code and they have finally released the vulnerability called InvisDOS, INVDOS. Uh, which is Inven yeah, inventory out of memory denial of service attack. Mm -hmm. Braden Fuller, maybe he sounds like a he sounds like a blockchain hero. Yeah. For, because if he hadn't have, if he had made that public, then there could have really been some uh, some 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 people attacking Bitcoin in in some very big ways. And basically, what it says, he found out that the attacker could create malformed Bitcoin transactions that, when processed by Bitcoin nodes would lead to uncontrolled consumption of the server's memory resources, which would eventually crash the impacted systems. And what, it took two years for them to fix it? I guess, and it's fixed. And they said in an interview that there has not been a known exploitation of this vulnerability in the wild, as far as they know. So uh, good job hunting the bug, finding it and fixing it. And not tipping anybody off that you know it needed to be fixed. That was mm. that's some good community action right there. Well, that is what it said. It said that in the summer 
that uh, Javid Khan, another Bitcoin protocol engineer, he had discovered the bug in the Decred cryptocurrency. And uh, so they rediscovered this one right here. And he reported that bug to the Decred bug bounty program. And uh, that was eventually uh, disclosed to the to the broader world. So there it is. There are links in the, uh, the ZDNet article that link to all the details. So if you are super technical and want to dive into that and learn about it, you can do that right there on our show. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Uh, you know, how would you like to be conducting a rally as you're running for president and to be served by the SEC with uh, securities fraud during your rally? Oh, they got they finally got Trump. Is that what you're saying? Nope, they did not get Trump. Oh, no, they, uh, they so got Biden. They, they didn't they didn't get Biden. They can't oh. find him. <laughs> I saw yesterday he was waving at, at all of his fans in an empty field as he got something off the airplane. You see that? Something like that. <laughs> James Kutulis, who is with the SEC, tweeted out, Our team served Brock Pierce for securities fraud at his rally in New York City. Pro tip, when you're trying to avoid getting served for a multi-B fraud case, maybe lay off outlandish presidential campaigns. This is uh, an attorney here. Who is who, who served the legal documents? He's not with the F. Uh, is he? I'm not sure if he's with the SEC or if he's an attorney representing. But uh, you know, apparently the uh, ICO around EOS's four billion dollar ICO um, is under investigation, and so this is a class action case against Block One. Multi billion dollar fraud case is what they're calling it. That. Does not sound good, and so you know we know we all know Brock. He helped found a number of different projects out there. Block One, uh, also Tether with uh, William Quigley and those guys uh, helped found that. Blockchain Capital, some other projects that he's working on. I don't know how in depth Brock was in founding Block One, uh, and it seems to me that people at Block One over there might have some challenges. I wonder how that might impact the whole voice ecosystem, Mr. Jokom. Well, you know, Brock replied to James Kutulas, sounds like a nice Greek name. He says, evaded, you could have easily served me for months. I'm publicly running for president and my appearances are publicized. Morally bankrupt publicity stunts won't help your meritless case. Very proud of what we've done at B1. So he's he's fighting back and we're actually going to be interviewing Brock and Tim Draper together. Uh, the interview is going to take place, I believe, on Monday. And then we are going to release the episode on Sunday, which I think is the 27th. So 10 days from today as the recording of this show. And uh, it's going to be a really fascinating conversation to get the two of them together with us. There will be shenanigans ensuing I believe so. Now, that was one of the um, that this is sort of a residual impact from virtual blockchain week because we had both of them on. Both those conversations were long and, and eloquent and amazing conversations. And I believe somebody said, well, it would be awesome to have Brock and Tim Draper in the same place talking. And um, maybe maybe Tim could be Brock's vice president. <laughs> I don't know if, who wants to be in politics. Oh, my gosh. Well, just, it just tells me it's like, you know, when you see how beat up somebody gets when they're not on board with, you know, the the, the right side of, of who owns the media, then you just get beat up. Like, could you imagine trying to run and being a good, wholesome person and just getting beat up in the media all the time because they just don't like you? 
you, you, you know, 35 years ago, you gave somebody the stink eye. They said you gave him the stink eye. What do you say? It was the stink finger. You're a bad person. You're horrible. Choke on bad. So speaking of, of government and uh, in the U.S. government particularly, so you know that the U.S. dollar is the world reserve currency. We've talked about this before. What does that mean? Well, in the world reserve currency, what that means is if you are a country and you want to buy oil, you must first convert your currency to dollars and then you buy oil in dollars. That's what a world reserve currency does. That's why the that's why the dollar is so important globally. And the dollar has had this decade-long position as the as the global reserve currency, but now it's in jeopardy. And uh, Ray Dalio, who is a an amazing uh, I think he owns hedge funds and like an investor. He's got a he's got an incredible book uh, out there that you might want to read. It's very thick, very huge book. Uh, I listened to the audio version of that. But uh, really smart dude. He's saying that while equities and gold benefited from the trillions of dollars in fiscal spending and monetary injections, those efforts are debasing the currency and have raised the possibility that the U.S. will go too far in testing the limits of government stimulus. There is so much debt production and debt monetization, Dalio said, that uh, it's potential that uh, the world reserve currency can uh, maybe no longer be uh, the U.S. dollar. Well, and of course, there is definitely a threat from China, right? The Chinese yuan. They certainly, you know, by um, digitizing their currency, they're making a bid to become the new world currency. You know, if if uh, if Ray were to walk in the door right now, you know, I would say, "Hello, Dahlia." Well, hello. <laughs> Oh, God. This appears to be the song episode. Thank you for sticking with us. Hey, good news. Hold on. By the way, his name of his book is called Principles. Ray Dalio Principles. It's a huge-ass book. And it takes all – if you're interested in investing in money and and, and currencies and economies, and uh, that's that's a book you probably want to pick up and take a look at and listen to. Very nice. Thank you, Mr. Travis Wright, for being the uh, the straight man today while I'm being extra silly. That's all right. I appreciate that. Now, some big news in uh, the neighbors to the north, north of me here in Colorado, of course, is Wyoming. And there's a, a bunch of people, blockchainified people that are super um, working super hard to make um, the state of Wyoming a safe haven for cryptocurrencies. And, you know, Caitlin Long, who's a friend of the show, um, she's been on here a couple times and uh, she's been working super hard with the legislature up there. I know Brittany Kaiser has been working with them. And now Kraken, the exchange, has the first crypto bank charter in United States history there in Wyoming. In this state that is, I believe, the least populated state of the union, they have been able to um, to get the first special purpose depository institution charter in Wyoming. It's called an SPDI. A spitty. A spitty. Yeah, spitty. Yeah, so so how how fancy is that? They've been granted the special purpose depository institution, as you mentioned, the Speedy, which is basically a bank kind of initiative. And so here they are now. Kraken, uh, I believe Kraken. I thought they were in Washington State. Now I believe that was that was. Uh, they are American based. They are based in the U.S. They're based in Amer- America, but they're, they're also set up a. They basically set up a charter in Wyoming as well. So mm-hmm. interesting. 
there's a, a great interview here in this Forbes article by Jason Brett, and we encourage you to go read the whole thing. It's a um, um, an interview with Marco Santori, the chief legal officer at Kraken. Uh, he was previously the president and chief legal officer at Blockchain, and he's been in the space a long time. Of course, you can find a link to this article and all articles that we reference in this episode in our show notes. Just go to our short URL. It's badco.in forward slash 445. It'll take you right there at the speed of, well, whatever your internet speed is. That's how quickly it'll take you there. It will be. It will be. And, and mine's pretty fast today, which is pretty good. Back to Cointelegraph and Marie Hewlett, or is it Hewlett? It could be a French name. I don't know. She um, She's writing about Apple and Coinbase. Apparently, Apple is forcing Coinbase to change their crypto products that are in the App Store because there's some functionalities that Apple says violate their terms of service, the ability to earn money using crypto and to access DeFi apps. And so Apple is saying, nope, can't can't do it. Um, and Brian Armstrong, of course, is responding. Why would Apple want to prevent people from earning money during a recession? They seem to not be okay with it. If it uses cryptocurrency, I'm not sure why this is what our Coinbase Earn product does. But Apple doesn't like having any type of um, buying and selling. Right there's a there's a lot of issues, and I'm not sure. Well, they like you to buy. They like you to buy the little junk within the apps. They want to sell that all day long right. because they're making thirty percent of that. Mm-hmm. Um, every time somebody buys, you know, the secondary items or buys the, the the stuff on the items on those games, or you buy the in-game gold or whatever, Apple makes thirty percent of that. There's been a really big deal about like even for example on Audible. Like you can't actually buy the, or, or or use one of your credits on Audible on the app. You got to go to the browser to then go and buy it within the browser to then kick it up into your Audible because uh, Amazon got tired of Apple taking thirty percent of every time somebody sold a book or sold you know an audio book and, and and that's why a lot of times even some of the stuff on Amazon app doesn't work. <clears throat> you can't buy because. Apple wants to take a percentage of that. So I think they work out a deal on that. But this is this is a prime example of centralized bullshit. That is a technical term. I really think there needs to be an OS, a mobile OS for the crypto blockchain world that is not censored by Apple, not censored by Google. We're basically strung up by the balls by Apple and Google on both of these on with both of these operating systems and they can say what we can and can't do on our own device that we pay $1,000 for. You can't do this on your device you pay $1,000 for because we control your device. It's, it's crap. I think it's crap, Mr. Jokom. I don't disagree with you. Here's Apple's justification that the your Coinbase app offers cryptocurrency transactions and non-embedded software within the app, which is not appropriate for the App Store. So they, uh, they don't like those dApps. They're not, not very dapper over there at Apple. Not very dapper at all. Uh, you know, as long as we're talking about people being charged by the SEC, why not talk about another one that we've had on this show? We've talked about this before. We have not had the subject of this before, but rapper T.I. has been charged by the SEC in a cryptocurrency scam. His real name is Clifford Joseph Harris, and he sold his flick tokens as an ICO to his followers in 2017. He encouraged them to invest 
in them. He uh, he falsely claimed to be a part owner, and they're coming after him and saying that this is uh, this was BS. And you drove up the price of another token, and um, you're in trouble. Did we ever talk to the Flick? I don't remember talking to them. I know that I remember seeing something about it, but I don't think we ever mentioned them or had them on our show. No, it's not because it was like Netflix, and they were trying to do something that was similar to that. Yeah, that was not. I, I don't recall us talking about that project. I, I remember seeing it, but I remember we never talked about them. So. You know what? They've they've gone after some other folks. In February, Steven Seagal agreed to pay three hundred and thirty-four thousand to settle SEC claims. Also, Floyd May- Mayweather and DJ Khalid they had to have they agreed to some settlements in two thousand eighteen about their promotion. I know Paris Hilton promoted some uh, crypto project as, as well that they were not part of. So SEC doesn't like some of that stuff, which again is why a lot of these innovative companies don't do business in America because. You know what they want. Obviously, the SEC wants to protect consumers, but they also prohibit investors or people who want to invest. And they, you can't sell things to people who aren't millionaires already and 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 a uh, one of those accredited investors. And so some of it's just BS on the SEC part and uh, just control mechanism. Yeah, BS on the SEC coming up at eleven o'clock. <laughs> and after that, kiss. Yeah, Gene Simmons, I mean, not only uh, one of the founders of uh, one of the most successful rock bands of all time, Kiss, but also just an incredible entrepreneur and and super smart businessman. You know, Cameron Winklevoss tweets about crypto all the time as the co-founder of the Gemini Exchange. Apparently, Gene Simmons responded and said he plans to make Bitcoin and Ethereum more easily accessible to people. Uh, Cameron said, it's easier to buy Bitcoin and Ether if you're already in the old system. If you don't have a bank account, it's hard to get funds into crypto. We need to change this. And Simmons replied with four words, I will, I am. What is he up to? We don't know yet. He's not answered any questions from the media. And then he said, after I get done rocking all night and partying uh, every day, then I'll finally get to it. Yeah. Something along those lines. But uh, you know what? Here's the thing about KISS. And, and if he's talking about trying to make Ether more accessible and this and that, Ether has such high gas fees that in some ways it's not ideal. Maybe when they have their new 2.0 comes out, it fixes some of that stuff. But man, Kiss would be an awesome band to do some NFTs for, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the IP, the visuals that they have would be a great deal of fun. Well, Trav, that's going to take care of our news, but that doesn't mean the show's over. Mm-mm, don't go nowhere, because as we alluded to in our previous episode, we've got a great interview for you with Pascal Loria, the CEO of Coin Analyst. If you want to know what to watch for in the marketplaces to make successful trades, you want to listen in on this. This is a sponsored interview. We appreciate Pascal's um, the tool that he's created. We dig it, and we want to bring it to you. So we're bringing it to you. Here we go. If you're going to trade in the crypto and blockchain world, it's probably a good idea to understand how to interpret the data that is before you. And it can be super confusing because there's a lot of data to track. This is why we've got our friend Pascal Loria with us. He's the CEO of Coin Analyst, and they are an AI big data info and analysis platform for all cryptos, all STOs and ICOs worldwide. And they enable traders in the crypto asset sector and other industries 
to access all this data through a dashboard that monitors and analyzes sentiment, trends, patterns, uh, signals, all real time from the crypto and STO and ICO markets. Pascal, welcome to Bad Crypto. Wow. Hi, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And thanks for this great introduction. You're like, wow, I didn't even know I did that much stuff. That's <laughs> I, well, that's I, I, amazing. <laughs> I thought, Travis, you did such a good job. I don't even need to say anything anymore. <laughs> well, this has been Pascal Loria. Thanks for listening and stay back. Hi. Uh, give, <laughs> give us a little bit of your, uh, your background and how you got into crypto. Okay, so basically, you know, um, I hung out with my friends over a beer and they were sharing with me their problems about crypto and one guy got a nervous breakdown because he couldn't handle all that nervous like you know all that stress and keeping up you know and everything the other guy was telling me you know he's spending way too much time and trying to research things you know and finding out trying to f keep up with and finding out more about the project and the third guy was worried about you know scams and you know not investing in scams and then i was quiet the whole time because i wasn't in it yet because it was like three years ago and I was a bit late in the game, to be honest. And I said, guys, you know that I do AI and big data since 10 years. You know, I could help you and create you a solution. That's how I started to try to help my friends. That's so friendly of you. Yeah, I thought, hey, I got I saw them suffering. These are millennials, never traded a stock in their life before. And they went straight into the wild, wild west. Yeah. No, that's 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 great stuff there. So you guys, so I'm curious. So what is the biggest value for the audience who's listening? Because I'm telling you, I think there's a lot of people out there who are going to want to have access to this platform. If you could explain to them, you know, what are the overriding benefits and why people who are in crypto need to have access to Coin Analyst? Okay, well, I because I'm going to solve you these problems that my friends had i'm going to give you through ai out of all this noise the most relevant news and so you, you don't you don't have to select what news to read because our ai tells you which news has an impact on price and only those news that have an impact on price to go up or down is the relevant news for you to read mm. so i'm going to save you tremendous time that's the number one thing Number two, I, due to having all this information in one place and even analyzing the sentiment about all those news, like, you know, if it's positive or negative or whatever, I'm able to guide you um, and help you not to invest into scams because you would be well aware, aware about them early on, right? So you will be protected. So I protect you. And then my AI, on the other hand, on the third basis, is also able to guide you when to sell or when to buy he's like he's our guide he's our protector he's our data analyst do you will you make me pancakes too uh not yet but version 2.0 i'm looking i'm working on it <laughs> version 2.0 the beta uh, is called pancake that's ai good. pancakes are good <laughs> the, the website is coinanalyst.tech and so let, let's go ahead and dig into some more specifics about how you do this thing you you claim to do. Sure. So, you know, what are you analyzing? You know, what data are you pulling together? Okay. So we go in and we have a big data architecture. That means I'm able to catch all the news globally that talks about crypto. 
worldwide. All news, like Forbes, even crypto news, Coin Telegraph, uh, you know, Coin All the news worldwide in various languages. That's number one. And then number two, we get into all the key blocks, the key forums, like Bitcoin Talk is a very big forum. All those chats and those forums and blocks, comments, we are all scraping them. Plus, we are catching all the data from Twitter, Reddit. Um, basically all the social media channels that are relevant, YouTube, YouTube comments, etc. And last but not least, you know, we are one of the few that also are catching all the Telegram comments of the Telegram mm. groups, which are very, very important. That is, that is huge. So you're able to go in through all these different sources and are you then able to identify coins and projects that might just be ready to go? Like, yeah. oh, here are some ones we're seeing some buzz around that haven't quite popped yet, but oh my, there's lots of talk about this one. And yes. yeah, that's, and yeah, that's the that way work? our CTO does it. Actually, we always look at our bus. Uh, bus means like, you know, popularity and how much people are mentioning this or even news are mentioning a, a certain coin. And because we have it all tracked, we can give you like statistically, you know, who's who's the most talked about coin and we can see who's you know who's the most uprising coin like in in percentage change so i look at the change in percentage of last week which were the last week's hottest coins people were talking about and that's like when you start seeing new interesting coins that could be interesting but then you still you know this gives you an indication but you still need to read yourself and check if it's really that hot and stuff like that but yes it, with this i'll help you find you know, like the pig finding the truffle, I'm, I'm, able, I'm able to find you the truffles, the gold nuggets. That's good because sometimes I'm a pig. I need, <laughs> I need to find the truffles. You got to find the your, truffles. You know, when you first log in, I'm looking at the overview and I see all, you know, the, the usual suspects, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, right? All the sure. top market cap. But I go in here and I can sort by sentiment, one hour, one day, or one week. And so I just clicked mm -hmm. on the one week sentiment mm -hmm. and I sorted it from, um, from, you know, most positive to most negative. And the, the thing that comes up as most positive up 100% is something called Megacoin. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So if I look at this and I see Megacoin is at 0 0.0039 cents, uh, it's actually down 21% for the week. Small market cap, 153,000. But the sentiment is up 100%. How do I interpret that? If I'm seeing that the coin is down a significant amount, but the sentiment is the highest sentiment you have, what does that mean? Well, uh, I mean, that, that actually, that's an interesting situation, right? Something to read up to. Why are people even so the prices down bullish about it, right? So we go. To, uh, then I would start reading about it. What are what are the people talking about? What's what's going on? And uh, and then you know you see if people are talking, are excited about a certain project, or still bullish about a certain aspect. And uh, so even if you have a price to be down, it could be also because of the market being, you know, bearish. Uh, it's but a it small has nothing coin. to do. Yeah, it's you know, a small maybe, coin. Maybe it it's be. a bad example because it's a small coin, but I can click that coin and it takes me to what I find the most interesting part of the platform. There's um, charts with five tabs, trend, sentiment, influencer, word signals, and forecast. And without going into too much detail, maybe just an overview of what the data is there and how people would use that. Okay. In the statistics uh, uh, 
um, field, right? Trend, sentiment, influence, of world signals, forecast. Basically, what we try to do is help you do the drill down. So you go in, let's say if you click on Bitcoin, you can see uh, the, the price development if, of, let's say, last week, last month, last 24 hours, the way you want it, right? It depends what kind of investor you are. And you can see on the trend, like the, we try to find correlations between, you know, the people talking about the coin and the price development. So if and if it's sometimes if it's correlating nicely, that gives you oh, it's a nice another indicator for you maybe that th things are going to go up or down. Um, so this is I'm, I'm, it's a, it's trying to help you as an investor or as a trader to see that if the you know if the coin is trending also on the popularity side as well as on the price side, and that that that's what we are showing with this graph, and then we're trying to do putting more fundamentals to it. By even giving you the sentiment, and we have noticed in our, you know, past that trend and sentiment. If the trend is positive and sentiment is positive, most likely price will go up. For example, so uh, that's a, that's a good correlation to to see. So because crypto doesn't have price earnings, we just give a, a bit more attention to those soft factors of the popularity and the sentiment of a coin and the correlation between that and the price. So, for example, if a coin is losing a popularity, most likely eventually the coin is dying and then the price eventually will also go down. No, That's why it's important. Shit coins have a painful death. It's very sad. Do you have funerals when the shit coins die? Uh, not yet, but we're thinking about it. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> is there a, a shitcoin graveyard? Like, is there a shitcoin yeah. afterlife? Where do they go? <laughs> <laughs> the problem was, you know, due to, during crypto winter, there was too much of it. So I thought, okay, that's too much work. It was not economical. Yeah. But you there's got to be incarnated as a new shitcoin. There's got to yeah. be a heaven and a hell for shitcoins, right? Because some of them oh, yeah. are, you know, like BitConnect went to a shitcoin hell, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's great. I like how you have the uh, so down. I'm looking at the portfolio section of your site. And if you see that, then down in the lower right corner, there's a little area that says how it works. So you actually have a little area that says learn how to use this software. There's the overview, how to set up exactly. alerts for your coins, statistics page, further analysis tools, how to limit your search and the results further and, and the area of your portfolio. So can I just like connect my block folio or something and pull all my assets in or do I need to add my assets all in one by one? Is there an API or a CSV or something we can pull in? I, honestly, all great, uh, you know, items that you're mentioning and that we have in our roadmap, but version 1.0 that we have released right now mm -hmm. is really the handish way where gotcha. you have to handishly uh, add them. But definitely we'll add APIs. We're also talking to some big, like, coin, you know, uh, portfolio uh, suppliers, trying to see, have strategic partnerships with those guys, you know. There is there's room for that because this is a space where there are other players much more ahead than us or better positioned than us. So we thought, okay, we'll just bring in some basic portfolio in the future. We'll either pimp it ourselves or add like a partnership of a professional uh, portfolio that you can then upsell or buy basically and have all the integrations with the exchanges and, and synchronizations uh, as well with the various you know portfolios that you can synchronize with so that would be my vision ideally to have a solution that's already perfect and, and ripe so we don't have to reinvent the wheel 
lots of interesting data here and the ways you guys, ways you guys have compiled it uh, makes it easy to digest. How do people sign up and give Coin Analyst a try? We have on our website a trial version for two weeks. Uh, normally, so people can just go, you go to Coinalyst on the website and uh, go to buy now and then there's the trial edition. Just try it and if you like it, buy it. <laughs> That's it. How, how did, so it looks right here, I'm, I'm looking at your page, I see the overview, I see about 10 uh, cryptos on the first page and you got 23 pages and so you're tracking about 230 cryptos. How do you decide which ones you add? Because I noticed one of our favorite coins on their wax because uh, we launched our nfts on that platform i don't see wax on in in the system yet so how do you how does someone say hey i'd like to be able to track this one you're not doing that yet is there a threshold or a yeah, community yeah. outreach no. that people can get coins at it yeah uh, basically okay so we're, we're just launching right now so um with our official launch and we started with the top 200 coins and basically every customer that is a customer can send us their coins they would like us to add to the system and we will add them number one number two any exchange we do partnerships with we make sure to add all their coins as well from that exchange so we have a big data architecture just because in the beginning, we didn't see too much demand because the volume was too low. So we didn't want to, you know, spend too much time on on coins that were not demanded. But if we have paying customers for it, we'll we'll add them. There's no no biggie for us just to add them. Well, that was great. Yeah, Wax is a top 200 coin, so that's why I was curious. I yeah, okay, so our top 200 was like a couple months ago when when we oh, did okay. it. Like it was the bearish time. It looks like at that point it didn't meet the cut, <laughs> but uh, it varies sometimes. The top 200 is, is dynamic a little bit. We use the top 200 from CoinMarketCap as indicator. Okay. Right. I see you're using CoinGecko too as a as an indi as a, as a place that's for your pulling it's, in data from. The, so. they, exactly. So we use CoinGecko for the pricing as well, right? Uh, just for coins that we don't have. So for example, um like we don't have an, like the, we have some exchanges already directly connected so you can choose those exchanges that we have the apis from already but this is just a few just and to be sure that we have all coins coin gecko uh, was a way to go before coin uh, coin market cap was open with the api unfortunately it just became restrictive and that's why we had to move to coin gecko well, there you go coinanalyst.tech go give it a try there is a two week free trial i mean you get five coins active alerts two forecast coins you can try it out kick the tires uh you got to see the data it's worth everybody to go and just sign up for the free trial it doesn't cost you anything and check out this data if you want to get the inside scoop that you might not be getting elsewhere thanks mm -hmm. pascal appreciate you sharing with us today you, you have one more thing you want to tell us yeah um number one we got you guys a goodie so the uh, Bad Crypto Podcast listeners will get actually 30 days. This is an exclusive oh. for you guys. Goodies. And so normal people get two weeks. Your listeners are not normal. They are special and they get 30 days. And uh, I forgot to mention when I talked about the statistics, I want to mention that we have an AI-based forecast that uses 25 algorithms. And because of that, we give you 70% precision and it's in in if the coin is going to go up or down with a simple indicator of a sunny sun which means now it's time to buy rain to sell and huddle 
if it's cloudy. And I thought that's another strong finishing feature that I didn't want you guys to miss uh, in, of our product. And with that guidance and that said, that's it. Thank you very much. That's great. What if it's snowing, though? Is that is there an indication? Uh, that, oh, this crypto is snowing. You don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I haven't had. I have to think about what is the snowing effect. Currently, <laughs> like raining is like you know, cell. Yeah. Snowing is around. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting cold here. Wouldn't snowing be for during the crypto winter? It's like no, that's, go, that's just true. go go vacation somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Go right now because that's it's good, cold. That's, it's it's exactly that's a good point. You know, no point of trading. It's very frustrating to look at your portfolio in, during the crypto winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that's that. True. Snowing and, means and go in home. Denver. It was like 90 degrees two days ago. Now it's 30. It's snowing. Right. It, it snowed for 24 hours straight. Uh, it's melted now. It's in the 50s. And by tomorrow, it's going to be in the 70s. It's I've never seen it snow this early in the year. Wow. Usually by late October, we'll have our first snow. But I can actually like global warming. I can see snow on the, the mountains <laughs> um, right now. But by the time this airs, I don't know, you know if we're going to be need i don't know when this airs so but you guys who are listening right now it's airing now you you you've got it you just heard it oh i do want to say this well so when you go there and you sign up and you get your account you're going to go to coinanalyst.tech but whenever you want to log in you need to go to my.coinanalyst.tech that will take you into the dashboard and then you can start playing around go through that how it works in the lower uh right and uh just go rock and roll Check us out also at on the 15th of September at our IEO. There you can get the koi for special prices, actually, for, and to get some good discounts to get our services as well. Well, there you go. Thank you, Pascal. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Pascal. And the IEO is a big deal. It's happening. In fact, it's happening right now at LaToken. If you go to the LaToken exchange, it started just a couple days ago, and you can check out the Coin Analyst IEO. Of course, go do your own due diligence. Check it out for yourself and consult with a financial advisor before you invest in anything. But if you like what you see, you can go participate there at latoken.com, and your free 30-day trial of Coin Analyst awaits you at badco.in forward slash coin analyst. Probably could have guessed that's where it would have been, but if you hadn't guessed, badco.in forward slash coin analyst. Very nice. Very, very nice. So now so now are we done? I don't know. Now? Is the show over yet? No. Are you guys done listening? Okay, if you're done listening, raise your hand. Well, wait, we have another three interviews. No. Why not top up? No, that's 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 the end of the show. So this oh. is where we tell people, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, review us, especially if you're of the funny nature, because if you go to iTunes and you make a funny review and combine that with five stars, we might give you a shout out. And uh, make sure you tune into the Nifty Show every Friday. It's picking up a whole lot of steam. Uh, nifty.show forward slash YouTube. Or if you want to support decentralized live streaming, nifty.show forward slash theta every friday five o'clock eastern two o'clock pacific and lots of great guests coming your way and the future of nfts and digital collectibles that's great you know i just thought of mrs jokan which would be cool what you're having for dinner no it would be cool like these reviews like send us a copy of your review and then like we could tokenize it and send them an nft or a badge or something that they supported bad crypto because they left us a review or something so are we doing that 
I don't know. I'm just thinking it's an idea. It is an idea. Would you like that? Would you like us to do that? We can like figure it out. Do that right. That's badcryptopodcastgmail.com. Let us know. Until then, stay back. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.